Hello, and welcome to Talking Dirty at the Library, where we'll talk about what's growing here in Athens and Limestone County, Alabama. Each podcast features master gardener experts discussing ways we can cultivate better gardens and better lifestyles through local gardening and Limestone County Extension programs. Hi, I'm Margaret McCrary. I'm with Limestone County Master Gardeners, and I am with Carol Knox, and she's going to speak with you first. Okay, the state program for Master Gardeners comes out of the offices of the Alabama Cooperative Extension System in Auburn, and they are responsible for the different areas within Alabama, and in these areas we have our local Master Gardener programs and associations set up. The ACES program oftentimes gets calls from people about horticulture and the information that they need for planting and and what have you. And so the Master Gardeners program kind of came about in order to help the extension office with, you know, providing that information to the community. We're trained. We go through a a training program. It's roughly a 13-week training program, one day a week. And we learn just about everything there is to know about horticulture. So we get we go through that program and we are tested and everything and we become certified master gardeners. And then we can go out into the community and we give that information to the communities. They volunteer for educational programs on horticulture and environmental sciences. We use plant clinics, we use demonstration gardens, we answer phones and answer questions. We have tables set up at at various events providing information to the community. So we provide a good coordination with the Extension Office and through the state. The state manages the whole program and it comes down to the Extension Office and then we are kind of an extension of the Extension Office as, as Master Gardeners. But this is all in conjunction with Auburn University, is it Yes, not? it is. Auburn is a, a land-grant university, and Alabama A&M is also a land-grant university. Mm-hmm. So it's really a, a combination of the two. And that's where a lot of our instructors come from, our graduates from the horticulture programs from A&M and Auburn. Yes. Wherever they graduated with that degree, they can come. They now live in Alabama, so they know our area and what right. grows and what doesn't and yes. how to manage it. So what are master gardeners expected to do since they, they're just volunteers, they're not paid employees? and They work with their communities. They provide information, they provide knowledge. So it's really an educational arm then, right? Yes. To reach down to the local communities. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. It's educational and, you know, advice and guidance on, you know, what sorts of plants that we can have in, in each of the areas and... You know, those sorts of things. So Master Gardeners are distinctive from garden clubs? Yes. In that they do what? The garden clubs primarily, I think, do beautification and Which is work for their... And yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. But, but they're, they're more of a, a smaller club. With the Master Gardeners, we provide information to the whole county. We're not just, you know, for one little area. Yeah. We cover the whole county. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you live up on the Tennessee-Alabama border, we can help you out there as well as we can if somebody just lives in Athens, Alabama. And if it's something that we don't know, then we go to the extension office. So if I wanted to get involved in that, you said there were some classes. The classes are twice a year. They have one in the, in the early spring and one in the fall. 
Uh, right now, because of the COVID-19, they're giving them online. So okay. the whole state is getting class all at one time instead of the individual associations giving a class. I think it's set up on Zoom. Those classes are also recorded, so if you should happen to miss a class, then you can go ahead and, and take it. Okay, so if people work, they can just fit it in where they can then. Yes, there is a fee. I think it's 150 if you signed up early okay. and 175 if you okay. waited till you know. Okay, and they do, because it's associated with Auburn University, I know that you have to have a background check. Yes. Because we represent Auburn and the Extension Office, those are required as if we were an employee because we represent them. Also because there are children involved, because right. we provide a lot of information to exactly. children and, and we work alongside the children, so that's, that's right. a, a safety net for the parent as well. Right. Where do I get this application? You can get the application online at the, at the aces.edu website or the alabamamg.com. Oh, you know, I do know that there's an application on the Limestone County Master Gardener website. So there's several places you can get that. If not, you can just call the extension office and they can tell you where to get one. Right. And the Master Gardeners, I hadn't mentioned this before, but every state in the U.S. has a Master Gardener program. Some of them may be through colleges. Probably most of them are through colleges. But uh, they all have a, a program of some sort. And the Extension Office does a lot of other programs besides the Master Gardener program. You know, we're just one of a a number of very large programs that they have put together. All right. Well, you want me to get into the local stuff? Sure. All righty. Again, my name is Margaret McCrary, and this year I am president of Limestone County Master Gardeners. We're recording this for the library, and every... Let me see, every month, we used to have our meetings here before COVID stopped us from having group meetings, but it was called Getting Dirty at the Library. We would have a speaker and a program before we had our regular business meeting. The public was invited. Some of the things we did for our library presentations were uh, Chris Becker, our local agent, speaking on good and bad insects and bugs and things like that, and how to control them and the ones we want to keep and the ones we want to get rid of. You know, the ones we want to keep, that's hard. <laughs> it is. Cause People see bugs as a bug and want we, to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, we want to squash them. But some of the some of the beetles eat the other ones, and some spiders eat other spiders and, and things. So we need, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we've had a session on pruning, you know, the correct way to prune. Uh, we've had water conservation. And then Christmas a year ago, we had Athens Flores come and do holiday flower arranging. And then the uh, door prize for the day was the arrangement, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Other workshops we do are hands-on. We Since we acquired the greenhouse, uh, Athens City Schools had a, a greenhouse where middle school is now, and it has sat dormant for probably 10 years, and they offered it to the Master Gardeners in Limestone County to use it and try to coordinate some things with the... Uh, school system. That was our only requirement and just to maintain it. Recently got some major repair work done on it and hopefully in the fall we've we've got some ideas how to involve the students. Um, So at the greenhouse we are going to have more workshops. We had one this past fall. We made wreaths uh, out of natural material 
This year we've had a seed starting workshop. Uh, we will have another paper crete. I was going to say we workshop. have we have had a couple paper crete. We have That's workshops. Where we take newspaper and mix some cement mix in with it, and then form it in and let it dry and make our own flower pots. Mm-hmm. And those are really nice, they're very nice, and they're very uh, out outdoor sturdy. Also, mm-hmm. I've had several that have been outside, and they they have not disintegrated on me. So yeah, and being paper crete, you can pick them up. <laughs> yes, yes, they're not very heavy. That's just some of them. You can look at our website and our Facebook page and see what's coming up each month. We hope to have one every month. Right now, we are requiring registration because we can only have so many at a workshop. Right now, everything is limited to nine or ten attendees. Uh, we have Talking Dirty at the Library podcast. We've just started that. Uh, the library is going to have these posted, and each month... I hope the Master Gardeners are going to speak on timely tips. So that gives the public some more time and some more information to know on what to do when. Mm-hmm. I always have a hard time figuring out when I'm supposed to put out the um, the stuff that kills the weeds and the stuff that keeps them from coming up to start with. Yeah, they're pre-emergent. Yes. So I think if, I'm, if I haven't done it already, I'm a little late. Maybe a little late. You know, the, with the pre-emerged, you know, you can go ahead and put that out, I guess, almost any time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're wanting to put some grass killer or anything mm-hmm. like that, you have mm-hmm. to usually wait until it's warm enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. So this time of year here in Limestone County, it goes up and down like a yo-yo just about <laughs> every day. I know. I, I Right now it's nice warm weather, and I know people are buying vegetables to put out there, and I'm guilty too. Because I put out a bunch of stuff, and I know good and well I'm going to have to cover it up because we're going to have another cold snap. I know. I keep a stash of old blankets and and towels and sheets. Sheets, yep. (laughs) Yep. Stuff when they rip, don't throw that away. I need that to cover a plant or bushes or something. And, you know, they start blooming, and then you got to cover those little things up. Uh, Another education program we have is the children's program at Saturday Market. Of course, we didn't have that last year, but we've got somebody this year that's a, a teacher that oh, works great. with little kids. Okay. So she's going to have some really good stuff. So, And okay. that, that's always fun, fun activity for kids to do while the parents are shopping and something for them to take home sometimes. Uh, we do have beautification. Sandy Campbell does the Limestone Manor garden beds. And Rick Presnell goes out and does the uh, Owen Senior Center garden beds. So we have some small projects that we do. All right, we have the post office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard enough to go to the post office, but if you can go and see something pretty at the same yes. time, that makes it worthwhile, I think. Yes. And we started landscaping around the greenhouse. It didn't have anything to start with. Last year we got a nice bed started out front, and we planted a um, Chinese fringe tree with some daylilies around it. So, okay. Oh, and we have wildflowers out there. On the walkway. Now, is that located next to a walkway? It is. If you've been out walking on the trail behind the uh, middle school, right then there's a bench that we put up by the greenhouse so you can sit and enjoy the beautiful flowers. Last year, they were stunning. Do we have anything for the birds or anything like that out there? Well, we do. We put a bird feeder out there, and we try to keep it done, you know, keep it full. We just acquired a bird bath or two. I'm not sure where we're going to put those. 
And hopefully we can have a weather station put out back, too. Well, that would be good for the school. Yes, and we were hoping maybe the, the kids, you know, if they ever wanted to come out and observe some of the birds, you know, and, and identify them. Mm-hmm. It would be a gathering place for the birds mm-hmm. and the kids to interact. You think we'll have hummingbirds? I don't know much about hummingbirds. Is there too much activity? I don't know. I don't think so. We need to get somebody to talk about hummingbirds and plants that you can put in your own backyard and, mm-hmm. and attract them. Yeah. Yep. Hummingbirds Pol- and pollinators. Pollinators, that's yeah. right. I know the library is getting ready to put in a pollinator garden in their nice new garden. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll have hummingbirds there too. Yeah, that'd be great. Yep. The other things we do in the community, uh, we have two vegetable areas. Uh, at the Saturday market, we have what we're calling keyhole gardens, where you can just walk inside and then the, you know, the plants are around you and you can work them without having to bend over and hoe and things like that. You can just sit on the edge and weed and do whatever. We plant vegetables there. We have somebody that's in charge of that and we harvest those and give them to local churches. Uh, Limestone County Church is involved. Mm-hmm. We take uh, the veggies over there. Do we have anything to do with the food banks? Yeah, we Just do. Whoever has one, and if we have excess produce, then yes. it all goes. Yes. None of it goes to waste. No. no, it's all given away. Sometimes people help themselves, and that's fine. You know, sure. We don't, we don't care. We don't put a fence around it or anything. Um, we have a large vegetable garden down Hind Street that we have renamed uh, Mr. Henry's Garden, mainly because it's right there by his house. He's a former master gardener. Well, he's really a master gardener emeritus. Mm-hmm. He tills it for us and gets it ready, and we have uh, several people that go out there and plant and harvest and, and keep it up all spring and summer, and we did fall also last year. And it's so satisfying to do that. It is. To go out and... And, you know, pick the produce and see what you've grown and see how it's grown and then give it to somebody who's in need. And on another note, the state has a program and basically is is plant one for yourself and plant one for somebody else. Yeah. Well, they also do Harvest for Health. Yes. And Harvest for Health is a program that the state works with in conjunction with um, UAB. It's for cancer survivors who are interested in better eating as part of their programming going forward. Mm-hmm. And so they match people up, you know, and this is a statewide program, mm-hmm. so they match people up together, and then the Master Gardeners are provided a kit for these people, and they take that kit. It's either a raised bed garden or or pots, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, and containers. Containers, yeah. 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 So they go and and they help these folks get started and and give them advice and assistance. And um, the survivors, anytime they run into a problem, it's like, I got a bug that's eating my vegetables. What Mm -hmm. do I do? They can call. Mm -hmm. Or I've got a vegetable that didn't grow. Why didn't it grow? And and our members go and take a look at things and see what's going on. And it helps them. And and it's it's been very, very successful. Yep. Healthy eating. Uh, gets them active, gets them outside, mm-hmm. and that's what we always want to do is be active and outside. So, right. And they ask for uh, people who are that live in the same area, so they match them up with people that want to start a garden. And if anybody is interested, they can go to the aces.edu and and probably search for uh, Harvest for Health. Yes, 
Exactly right. And also UAB because it is an ongoing program at a UAB. Uh-huh. Another community item is uh, Yard of the Month. You may have noticed our signs out, uh, Master Gardener's Yard of the Month. We do that May through September. And we have somebody that in our group that's in charge of that. Uh, contacting the people once it's been chosen for the month. But any of us that drive around, we look for people that we know have maintained their own yards and gardens. Uh, we don't want anybody that has hired a landscaper or somebody professional. Mm-hmm. Is it just in the Athens area? It's or in the county. In the county? In the whole county, okay. yes. So, it, you know, we have people that live everywhere in the county, so they're mm-hmm. always keeping their eye out in the spring. And we do have a lot of gardeners around here. There are some beautifully, beautiful, beautiful yards. And we'll put a sign up in the yard, and we'll take your picture, and we'll try to get it in the newspaper, but it will definitely be posted on our Facebook and website. Mm -hmm. And we have it in our little newsletter that we put out once a month, too. Uh, There also, we have, speaking to Ask a Master Gardener, We have it ongoing when the library finally opened back up for us. We have it every Tuesday and every first Saturday, I think it is. Yes. We have a table set up at the the Senior Fest and Earth Day. Home and Garden. Home and Garden. Saturday Market. We also participate in parades and the winter stroll that's at the uh, visitor center. We make a donation to have a tree, and then we decorate it, and ours is in with the others. So I've talked a little bit about the the greenhouse. I do want people to know they are welcome to come anytime the door is open. They are welcome to come in, look around, ask questions, anything. Well, you do not mind. What day is a, a work day that somebody would normally always be there? Right now, our work day is Thursday from 10 to 2. We are going to be stepping that up pretty soon because we're getting ready for our annual plant sale, which is our major fundraiser. Uh, May 1st. It's going to be May 1st from 8 to 4 at the greenhouse. We will have not only sale of plants, but we're going to have a silent auction and we're hoping to have a yard sale you know, with good used items. It might be mostly tools, maybe not, but we're, we are very proud of what has been given to us and our duty to maintain it for the city and the county. And we're, we're honored they let us they ask us to do it, actually. Yeah, the greenhouse has been a huge blessing for us. Yes. Expanded our, our range immensely. Yes. The horticultural instructor, Jerry Davis, when the high school was there, walks on the trail and stops in a lot of times and say, you know what we used to do? And we're going, yeah, that'd be a great idea. If we. So he pokes his head in, in, in and, and helps us out, and we appreciate it. If you have ideas or just... Like I said, just stop by and see what we're doing. If you see something that's for sale, we'll sell it to you. That's, right. how, that's how we pay for our, our projects. Yes, our projects, our publicity, things like that. So if you have any questions, our Facebook is at Limestone Co. Master Gardeners, one word, on Facebook. Or on Messenger, Limestone County AL Master Gardeners. Our website is mastergardeners-limestonecountyalabama.org No spaces, just mastergardeners-limestonecountyalabama.org Or you can call the Extension Office, 256-232-5510 or www.aces.edu Any of those places can hook you up with us or give you more information 
on Master Gardeners. Okay. Well, I think that probably closes it for this session. I hope we get a lot of people that, that visit our Facebook page and our website or give us a call. Sometimes we have to retire to be able to do as much as we want to do, but with retirement, that means we ain't spraying chickens anymore. <laughs> so we're right. always looking for new blood and new ideas. And right? strong backs. And strong <laughs> If you got teenage kids, come on. <laughs> right, we got lots of, we got dirt to haul. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Talking Dirty at the Library, a podcast produced by the Athens Limestone County Public Library in Athens, Alabama. This podcast is produced in cooperation with the Limestone County Extension Office and Master Gardener Program. Join us next time to see where we're growing. And to hear other recordings from our Library Voices podcast series, please visit the Athens-Limestone County Library website at alcpl.org.